hello. Welcome to episode number 188 of the Apologue Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Head. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by BetterHelp.com. Get affordable, private online counseling anytime, anywhere. Talk with a licensed professional therapist online, and you today can start a seven-day free trial with the code word Apologue when you go to BetterHelp.com slash Apologue. It's a good thing to do. Everybody needs a little bit of help. It's affordable, discreet, and it's awesome. I'd like to thank all the Amazon shopper friends for shopping on Amazon. I really appreciate it. And you can help the show out too by going to appalock.ca slash Amazon or appalock.ca slash US Amazon. If you want to do it the old-fashioned way, you can go to appalock.ca and click on the banners located on the right side. Locate your country, whether you're from the Canadians, the USAs, or the UKs. Bookmark those links, and every time you shop on Amazon, you'll be using those links and shop, and you will be support. Bookmark those links, and every time you shop on Amazon, use the links to shop and support the show. It costs you no extra money, and it's a very helpful thing for the show. Um, if you want to support the show on a monthly basis, go to patreon.com slash Become a patron. You can pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees, and you can cancel at any time. If you want to buy a t-shirt or some music, go to appalog.ca slash shop. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Rate and review the show. Give it five stars, please. Like the show on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash and follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666. Today I've uh, been and the guys in the band Real Sickies. Real Sickies is a band based out of Alberta. They're a great band. I got some music for them. Uh, they were on tour last week when I got in touch with them, and they are putting a new record out, and it's called Get Well Soon. And here is the song called Go Away. Get, get
that's the real sickies. There they are. And that album is called Get Well Soon. And like I said, caught up with them on tour while they're on their way out to Van- the Vancouver area. And they're opening up for some bands and they're possibly making their way over to Toronto. And they're touring all over the place. So here they are. Real sickies. Ben in the band. Real sickies on the Upload Podcast. Lona BC, you got, are you good? yeah obviously on tour. Um, are you doing the subhumans thing now, or is that coming up, or is that? A- yeah, so uh, we are doing. We're meeting up with subhumans tomorrow. Actually. So we're doing Kelowna on our own. We're just getting our feet wet, you know, test out all the new material, okay, yeah. <laughs> pull it off, and uh, yeah, we meet up with them in Vancouver and head back to our hometown Edmonton. Edmonton, okay, because I always see the seven eight zero on your on your phone, and I go. It's either Calgary or Edmonton. That's how that's how big the seven eight zero extends to. Calgary's got four oh three, I believe. And Edmonton went into a while ago. Yeah, Edmonton got a new one, but we don't recognize it. If you don't have a seven eight zero number, you're not from Edmonton. <laughs> Five eight seven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there some sort of you're going to have a a, a battle between uh, area codes? You maybe. I, I recently caught up on uh, on Riverdale, so I can see that kind of happening for sure. Yeah. Well, I heard the record and I really like it. It, um, it's it, you know, obviously it reminds me of Cool Ramon stuff. Um, you know, the queers, all that good sort of like um, power pop and sixty stuff too. I mean, the drum sounds and everything, how it's all put together. It's it's a nice, amazing blend of uh, of power pop goodness. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I um, it's a so touring in a band, do you guys, is it is it still fun? Have you been doing it for a while? Like, uh no, it's it's super fun. We haven't been doing it that long, so it's really fun. For me. It wasn't fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've mostly been uh, we've been in the studio a lot lately. Yeah, uh, and we're just kind of yeah using. I feel like this term's going to come up a couple times. Getting our feet wet. Uh, I, I swam in a lake today, so I got my feet wet. It felt nice. So yes, tour is super fun, um, and we're, we're excited. We, we've just been, you know, mostly recording a lot and spending the time on trying to capture the the sounds that you brought up and that you like. And uh, so now that that's recorded and it's out, we're ready to kind of show it off and you know showcase it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a bunch of labels putting the record out like uh, in Canada and the States, different labels. Are they sort of a conglomeration of different labels that all got together or are they different, different distribution um, processes? Well, it's kind of, it's interesting. The way it came about was uh, around Christmas time. We, we uh, quickly, we decided, Hey, let's do a Christmas video. Uh, so we recorded run, run Rudolph and made a video for, it, and we did this in a weekend basically. And uh, through that, it got shared on a couple of social platforms. And there was a label from Australia called uh, Dirty Flare that they reached out to us and they wanted to put out uh, our record over there. And at the same time, we were uh, in negotiations with This Is Pop Records and It's Alive Records. And It's Alive brought in Monster Zero. So it it became um, very like DI collective, like let's like making distribution as cheap as possible. And spread as far as we can so yeah it definitely it definitely worked out it's cool definitely and the, the tricky part of it is trying to get everybody in the same direction obviously 
Yeah, totally. Like uh, having, you know, that many labels involved, each label kind of has their own artistic views. The band's got its artistic views. There is a lot of stuff, like little things to work out and definitely a headache. And, and just, but at the same time, super awesome to work with, with everyone who's been involved in it. So, yeah, it's easier now than it was 20 years ago. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like <laughs> that would not have happened. Uh, you know, releasing a Christmas video and having a label across the world reach out you know, wouldn't really be possible. So, yeah. internet good. On on our way down, we were talking about how we actually missed MTV and thinking about bands like Black Halos and whatnot, and and how we as youth like saw these videos and yeah, thought it was going, uh, yeah, going coastal and wedge and everything. And we were thinking about it. It's kind of sad that. The internet has taken over, but there isn't, uh, it's not as local anymore, you know? Yeah. Which is good and bad. Which is good and bad. Well, you come from an amazing town with a lot of history. Uh, I worked for one of the bands there, uh, SNFU, for many, many years. And uh, we put some, they put some records out and did some touring with them. And Chicks Dig It, uh, King Lettuce, uh, Pal Joey. There's a lot of history in your town. Yeah. Uh, I always liked it. I mean, uh, I grew up watching, like, our bass player, Todd, I grew up watching his bands and whatnot. And uh, even getting to play as a 16-year-old with the, with the punk bands from, you know, 1990, uh, Edmonton has always shown that it's had such a huge, thriving scene. So I think uh, I, I personally really appreciate it as a hometown, uh, adopted hometown, I should say. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a lot of bands would sort of just move to Vancouver back then. And I don't think you need to do that anymore. I think everything is, I mean, you were talking about how like the, the MTV's gone and much music's gone and, and how it's turned into like a global thing as opposed to a small town thing. But the benefit is you can stay close to your house and get enough recognition that it's now, nobody cares about if you're from Edmonton or from, God forbid, Calgary or uh, Vancouver or anywhere, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a, we're in a good time, I mean, for that. It's, it's awesome that bands can be so connected and we can be aware of each other as soon as we put out a demo kind of thing. Like, I think that is awesome how connected it can be for sure. And you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to leave your hometown. But sometimes places, I guess, are just nicer uh, weather-wise or, uh, you know, you get more rain, so it's more green. Edmonton's, uh, they got to put a lot of salt down, so a lot of things get brown for a long time of the year, you know? Kelowna has nice parking lots. Yeah, Kelowna's got decent parking lots, I guess. There's a... Uh, Weird stuff around us. There's <laughs> a couple of weird items. Yeah. Whereabouts in Kelowna are you playing? At a venue or at a, at a hall? Uh, we're playing a venue. It's called Blue Gator. Uh, sounds like it's the only, from what we were told by the locals, that it is the only uh, dive bar around the area. Uh, and I kind of believe that. I went for a walk around and saw, saw the, you know, the strips and whatnot. And it's pretty, pretty nice here. Like, they got some money coming in somewhere. Uh, and Blue Gator seems to be, uh, you know, just kind of left untouched. And it seems like it's, it could be a very promising venue for sure. Yeah. Is there lots of places between, um, say, Winnipeg and Edmonton still to play? Or is there, how, how, how are the, the amount, because it's been a very long time since I've been in a van and traveled across Canada and done shows. But how how is the scene going from town to town, um, especially from I mean, going further east or going you know, going west. Uh oh, we're down. No, we're still up. We're still up. <laughs> that was just 
a heavy question that I was like, ah, how do I answer Wow, that? I just dropped you. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, Saskatoon and Regina, you know, both have pretty thriving scenes, and I've seen a lot that uh, it's been... It's definitely gravitated towards metal and thrash, which is, which is great. Uh, Pop-punk bands, from what we've experienced, we're still trying to cut our teeth there. Uh, however, like... Uh, Lloyd Minister, right in between the border town between Alberta and Saskatchewan. Uh, those we've played there a few times, and those people had us out to a private party out in a farm, and and it was you got fireworks at them. Yeah, it was it was unsafe. I was shooting fireworks at them. There was you know burning couches. It was a uh, it was a scene for sure, and uh, and everyone there made us feel really good, and and made it feel uh, you know like being in a band wasn't such a bad thing, like. You are not going to get kicked out of your parents' house for nothing. <laughs> Still live with my parents. <laughs> yeah, well, it's no problem. I'm, there was a there was definitely a, a scene uh, back. I, I used to live in Winnipeg, and I played in a band out of there, and we'd we'd play in a town called Yorkton, Saskatchewan, and it was a crazy place because it was like the only punk bands that would come through town would be our band and maybe another band called Twelve Eyes, and that was it. And then they people would freak out, you know, like. <laughs> Do you find that playing smaller towns is like, it must be more rewarding, right? Super rewarding. Cause uh, like you said, like not everyone's coming through and making that a destination spot. So when somebody actually takes the time and, you know, people are there and they care about music and they care about, yeah, they care about art. It's, yeah, it's like the local favorite, right? I know like for me growing up, I grew up uh, yeah. when I moved to Alberta, I grew up in a small town called Bonacord and uh, there was a small town it was surrounded by two other small towns, and they didn't like that there was punks growing up there. You know, they they'd come and beat you up if if they heard you had spiked hair. But we started hearing about some shows at, at the town halls, and and we went there, and really realized like, hey, we could do this too. You know, it, it wasn't even punk music; it was just seeing music in general uh, in a small town it made you realize you could get out and do something. And from that, we started going into the city and playing and. I think I think everywhere in between is super important. You know, there's always somebody there that you can reach out and touch. Yeah. I guess not in a weird way, but always <laughs> <laughs> like basement shows too. Like if you can't get something going in a hall, or like yeah, yeah, they're out. They're out. Sorry, there always used to be um, the one guy that put the show in the town hall, and then it would come through and it would get wrecked. You'd never have a show there again. It would just be. Exactly. Sorry, yeah. the mayor Edmonton, says you can't have shows here anymore. Totally, Edmonton definitely had uh, a time when uh, when I was playing with with Todd's band Wednesday Night Heroes, and I was in a band called Dance Floor Disasters, and we were a high school band and playing hall shows uh, every week, and just watching each each hall kind of disappear, disappear one by one, and you're like, hey, how come there hasn't been any shows at uh, Hazeldean? What happened to Bonnie Dune Mall or Hall or whatever? And, you know, you start realizing you're never going back there. Twenty fifteen year olds. Yeah, you have to you have to get invited to a wedding or something to, <laughs> to get there. <laughs> Weddings. Everyone thinks they're gonna get sick. Free <laughs> food. <laughs> we are. There's already sick. Well, uh, I mean, it's what we just decided. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. So you're uh, you're taking some time. You're touring around. Do you guys have like regular nine to fives? Is this the thing you do now? Uh, how do you how do you cope with the the bills? Yeah, I mean, we all got nine to five. Some of it's a.m. Some of it's p.m. Uh, 
and we have a lot of projects, tattoo artists, um, and I've I've said said this recently in an interview that what we do as a as a day job doesn't necessarily define who we are, but getting getting on stage, getting uh, behind microphones in the studio, and just contributing to an art scene, I think is what defines us more. So. Uh, for me, I guess that probably just says that I really hate my job, you know. (laughs) (laughs) To be an independent artist is, 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 you don't need to starve. I mean, you can, the job is like, I like the way you said, it's not who you are, doesn't define you, but having a job that you can easily quit is a job that a lot of independent bands get because they can just leave. Like, I played in a band with a guy who would go to Europe and he's like, I guess I gotta quit my job. And then, we fly to Europe and come back, and you'd have to find a new job. <laughs> well, that kind of happened to our drummer this this trip. Uh, he got a call as we were already on the road, and uh, the foreman said, uh, "By the way, you weren't approved for uh, this time off." He's just laughed at him. You know, a choice. we're already gone. Make a choice. He's like, "Well, I choose to uh, rock and roll, baby." <laughs> oh man, you should recorded that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about using the using the man to like pay for art, you know. Work against them, make them work for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I mean, having a like having a job isn't like a lot of. I've talked to people who who think that you got to kind of starve and you have to sort of live in the gutters and dumpster dive and do all that crappy shit to to get you through the day, but that's not fun. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not fun. It makes you look cool, I guess. Yeah, to, um, to uh, other people who go on, you know, who travel by train and whatnot. <laughs> you don't have to do that route, but uh, yeah, like you can live. I guess what you're saying, and I agree with it, is that you can go about life and make art and music and have it exactly the way you want it to be. You can live. You can wear clothes. You don't have to live in hell. You don't have to live in hell. You know, you can create your own, uh, create your own hell and make it peaceful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And having having fun is what your band's all about. And you imagine if you're all like broke and emaciated and, you know, and, and having to roll into the next venue on fumes and, you know, and I'll tell you though, that's a romantic story 40 years later. Have you been following us? <laughs> actually, I'm broken and emaciated. Yeah. I've just been in bands like yours. That's why. <laughs> think we can make it there on a quarter of a tank we're like yeah 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 we'll just blow on the windshield that'll that'll get us there we did one tour once where we had a gas card and we thought i thought we were aristocrats because uh, the one guy's parents gave him a gas card and our van was a piece of shit beyond shit and and so the parents gave us a gas card and it didn't work sometimes in some towns like in texas or something we're trying to use this gas card from canada and they're like this doesn't work and then the cops would come and think oh shit we're getting deported this is it we're done we're going we're going back to canada the fact that you guys are making your stories and you're having this this part of your life is creating music and living it and touring it not staying at home because that's the important part of this is traveling and playing music is the most exciting thing ever. Like I'm tingling just thinking about it. Yeah. You know, but thinking about touring or planning on putting records out, these are a lot of people don't actually get to this point in life. So, you know, you guys are in this nice golden spot and your record's amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And it's definitely true. Like I do think about that and it it bums me out because a lot of people who are really talented could do it if they just kind of put a little more work into it and they and i guess like it's not 
what you're saying and what I, uh, I said that before, what you're saying, what I agree with, uh, that oh, I lost my train of thought. Just get started. Like, yeah, you just like, you, you work for it, I guess. I don't know. I, can't, like, I, I kiboshed that. I was like, ah, I got this magical thing. And then <laughs> <laughs> it just went away. We, we, we are making stories and it's definitely adding to, uh, the culture of punk rock and, and the culture of our life. And it's also going to add to our next record and, and, and just enrich our, our lives and make us appreciate it that much more. And I guess what I was trying to say is that it's a shame that not everyone can, can do that. Cause everyone should be able to do that. Take control, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just wait. Have you got, wait till you go to Europe. You guys are going to freak out. Yeah. This is, this is what I've heard. This has been a, a dream for a little while. Uh, I've definitely watched a lot of my friends' bands uh, go to Europe and come back just raving about it. It's another uh, world. My, it's another planet. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> great band. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a dream. I mean, right now with having a la uh, label in Australia, we want to obviously get out there. It makes sense, but that's going to be a huge financial cost. And, the, and that's just like touring Canada. You got to drive 12 hours, 20 hours in some cases to get to the next city. So, um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Small it, steps. It, totally. Yeah. We got this, we got the new record, you know, get well soon just came out and, and just having, uh, all the support behind that makes it already feel super worth it. And, uh, and we're already working on a new, a new album right now. So it just, have like actually seeing these small steps come to life just makes us want to take bigger steps and you know eventually you uh get tired of walking slow you know let's run let's go for a jog <laughs> get a bicycle go for it yeah what are those bike share things out there now called get one of we them don't have oh really uh, no not yet there was a big that was front page news actually edmonton thinking about going bicycle <laughs> share you have that big ravine in the middle of your city that really screws things up. Yeah, it is. It is beautiful though. Uh, it's beautiful. And our river too is is awesome. I, I swim in it pretty often, like at least twice a summer when I when I get it, some downtime. And a lot of people are like, "Yeah, you shouldn't do that," but it's been the cleanest it's been in a hundred years. And I don't know. I can see golf balls and I can see the turds floating down. So it's like if I can see He's them, then it's clean. Right. Right? Just avoid them. Just dip, dip, duck, and dive. The dog park down the river you know, it's not <laughs> i uh i crossed that train trestle a few times with the the road and the train track on top of it to get to white ave faster yeah that it's pretty sketchy that's pretty bad uh i did do i did do a show up there once i took a i rented out one of those train cars the trolley cars and we stopped in the middle of the uh, high level bridge and it yeah, was it was fall so the sun is going down kind of early there's a baseball game edmonton actually has a baseball team believe it or not i've seen a game uh, there i've seen a game there okay yeah yeah ellis field i don't know it's all right brian adams played there so That's it must be cool yeah yeah um Cuts like yeah, a knife. Had off and uh we stopped in the middle and started rocking out and it, and it was teeter-tottering and the next day i saw on the edmonton sun that uh Poor, poor families uh, were up there, and they got stuck because the uh, the wires were a little loose up there. <laughs> and uh, I want to say that it was because of our show when we rocked the train a little bit, but I got a pretty good feeling. Fireworks are cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it's cool. It's sketchy, definitely. <laughs> definitely walked across the, on the top of there a few times at night when I shouldn't have. Tipsy. You know? Yeah, tipsy, definitely. Tipsy. Watching the track. 
watching the traffic down to campus. <laughs> but we made it. Yeah. So, um, don't do that. What's that? Just tell me. Kids, don't do that. Yeah. Allegedly, you did. Allegedly, you did that. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. I um, I don't want to keep too long. I I hope you guys had a good conversation here. I hope it all worked out. I I wish you guys all the luck. And whenever you come to the Toronto area, please let me know if you need a, a Florida crash on or uh, any sort of place to stay. Please, I'm outside of the city, but my place is a can be a drop in center. That'd be awesome. No, we are talking about going up there uh, in October, so that's in the plans right now. Like maybe I shouldn't say anything in case it doesn't happen, but that's, fine. that's the you know, yeah, how it happen is how you do it. So yeah, we'll be up there in September. Amazing, October. amazing. October. Well, it's drive safe, have fun, uh, eat well, do your laundry. We got some fruit. We got yes, laundry. Yeah, every week, whether you need to or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we have three days to, you know, do some more shows. So we get to stop, pick up clean underwears in the wash. We, you know you guys have made it when you can say on your rider, four pairs of tidy whitey underwear. Four pairs on the rider. And they, I'm like, yeah, they did it. That you socks. You socks. Like, no booze. Them. Booze is like, that's passe. Cigarettes. Yeah. Um, socks and underwear. Sure. Uh, striped socks, plain underwear. It's got if they don't if they give us plain socks, I'm sorry. Flip it out. It's gotta be striped socks. Tip this room over. I know it's like you're 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 thinking now, Ben. That's pretty big head, but uh, I think if we're if we're gonna ask for socks, like I want I want I want cool socks. Yeah, you know it's true. <laughs> but yeah, it's super great, super great interview. Thank you so much no for, problem, for having us. Definitely look you up. It, it rules that you're doing this and thank yeah. you. Appreciate you guys being on the show, and we'll, uh, like I said, be safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, for awesome. sure. This is Pop. See you later. Thanks.
that was Real Sickies. That's Time Out. And yeah, good band, good good bunch of dudes. They're on tour. They're 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 living it. That's good for them. And I really wish them all the luck. I hope everything works out. I hope their van doesn't run out of gas. And I hope that uh, everything works out for them. It was a great episode. It was fun to do. A short one too. So and I rhymed. Haha. <laughs> so everybody, thanks for tuning into the show. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for helping the show out by going to BetterHelp.com. And you too can help the show out by getting, well, going to BetterHelp. You can help yourself out first. BetterHelp.com slash Start a free seven-day trial with the code word Apolog. Yeah, all the Amazon shoppers and all the patrons and everybody that helps the show out on a weekly basis. I really appreciate this. And we will see you next week. Bright and shiny on a Monday morning. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And have a great week. Bye-bye.